this show goes out to all them good dogs. Don't matter if you're boy or girl dog. Laying around sleeping, getting treats, dog. You know those are the best dogs. Welcome to today's episode of the Best Dog Podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Rich. And we have a awesome show for you today. I'm excited about this. This is going to be great. I'm going I love this. <laughs> um Amy's going to tell you how you can find your new best friend. Yes, I am. Um we have some information for you. Actually, this was kind of a few weeks in the making, mm-hmm. but we decided to do a show about the differences between animal shelters and humane societies. Okay, but how is that going to help you find your new best friend? Because you can adopt from both of them. Okay. But one of the things that I found out is this is more true in our area because our area, we live out in the country, so our shelter is very small compared to other shelters. Okay. County... uh, County shelters, I should say. If it has the word county in it, it's run by the county. So therefore, as I said on the phone with one of the people that I spoke with, the dog catcher. They don't call them that anymore. (laughs) I actually felt like I was on Tom and Jerry or something after I said it. But the dog catcher or the animal control officers are from county shelters. So therefore, they are usually picking up dogs that are lost and their parents are going to come and pick them up. Okay, so I'm not sure if I'm confused or if you're confused, but are we talking about the same thing in segment one? We're going to, yes. Okay, then yeah. help me make the connection yeah. of what you're talking about. Because so now I'm really confused. A humane society is more likely to have animals that are adoptable. So we are going to start having, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a humane society from Indiana. It's actually from Michigan City, Indiana. It's called uh, Humane. Wait, I'm sorry. Michiana Michiana Pets. Pets. I'm sorry. Michiana Pets out of Michigan City, Indiana is going to start doing a dog of the week with us. Yes. So what happened was you made a couple contacts. Mm -hmm. They called this morning. You had your hands full making breakfast. So I intercepted that (laughs) phone call and I talked to a gal named Brianne and Our show for today, which we'll get to in a minute, is what is the difference between a humane society and a shelter, which is kind of where you were going, which is why I got confused thinking you had already jumped Mm -hmm. to segment two. And I'm like, wait, we got to talk about segment one. But because in your research, you got a hold of this lady Mm -hmm. named Brianne, which is how we now have a new dog of the week segment. When we first started the show, well, 14 episodes ago, we weren't sure if the dog of the week needed to be a shelter animal that we wanted to try to help get adopted, or if we wanted to make that segment of the show for the people that were watching the show. That didn't seem to take off like I thought it would. I thought people would be excited to get their pet on the show. So that's why we kind of carved out that section for the people. And as the podcast has gone on in the past 14 weeks, it's kind of changed. The games are now going to be more for the people and the dog of the week is going to be more for the pets. Yes. So Michiana pets and Brianne, who is the social media director and 
the photographer, it looks like, and all the other things, is going to be coming on every week and telling us about a pet that is in need. Now, when I was talking to Brianne this morning, I learned something that I guess you had already known, but I didn't know this. I thought a no-kill shelter meant they don't kill any animals for any reason. That is and that's not, not true. Case, right. A, a no-kill shelter, it, by basic definition, means they have to save 90% of the animals. Well, Michiana Pets is a no-kill shelter, and they're about as no-kill as you could possibly get because they save 98% yes. of the animals that come through their doors. Mm -hmm. The only reason that they would put down an animal basically was if it was because of its quality of health, which is the only reason we would ever put down one of our pets. Right. I mean, there are humans out there. I'm sure 2% of the public would agree if they had stage four cancer, even as a human, they would want to be put out of their misery. My mom wanted that. She passed away before that was ever a possibility, but that's all they do. 2% of the animals that come through Michiana pets are saved in some manner. If they can't save them through their own medical needs, donation needs, or finding a foster willing to pay the bills to save that animal, they have rescues that they work with that they send the pets to. Yes. So we may be talking to some of these rescues in the future because Michiana Pets says, well, you know, we had pet XYZ, but they had to go to this rescue. We may bring in that rescue and say, hey, what, what kind of pets do you guys have that, that need homes? Because we want to help the pets find a good home. Yeah. And I think anybody that watches our show is going to be the type of person who wants to help animals. So Michiana Pets is going to be our guest pretty much for now in the near future, as far as I know. We'll see how it goes. Give it a couple episodes, see what you guys think, see how they what they think, and uh, kind of go from there. So uh, I think Alex put the website up there. It's michianapets.org. Now, and it's with an S because I messed that up earlier today, too. I had Michiana Pet. Um, they do have dogs and cats and I believe they have other animals too. I know, I know. Uh, we will never own any of them, but I did see a uh, on their social media on Facebook. They do have a social media page um, that the question was, "How does Brienne get the picture of whatever the animal's name was?" And it was this these two people trying to corral this. I think it was a mouse on this table, and she was right there, three inches away oh, with the no. camera, getting the picture of this mouse, just like. I want to see the picture that they're talking about. I didn't see the picture. I just saw the video of them getting the picture. I don't want but to see. But it, it was it was pretty cool. So <laughs> just just a heads up, that's going to be our our segment one from now on. It's going to be pet of the week, but it's going to be a pet that you can adopt or a friend of yours could adopt. So we're going to really need you guys to help us out by sharing our show. Whether you share the YouTube form or the Facebook form, or if you're a podcast listener, share share that episode too, because maybe somebody is a fan of a Jack Russell, and on the podcast side, even though you don't see the video, you're like, oh, we have, you know, Ernie, who's a Jack Russell Terrier. Maybe your friend wants to go to the Facebook or the YouTube and see the video that we put up, or they just go directly to Michiana Pets and check it out there. It doesn't matter how we save the animal, as long as we can help save the animal. So, all right. So now 
the difference between we, we talked about the no kill no kill means they have to save at least 90 percent. and i think the way she was telling me was different ordinances had different restrictions on what they would do but that's because they were a humane society because they get their funding from the public right right so is that the only difference between a humane society and a shelter? Like, what did you find out about this? Actually, um, I made, I have actually made several calls, but I spoke with three different people. Um, I spoke with our, one of our local animal shelters, which is a county shelter. And then I spoke to two humane societies. And basically the roundabout answer is there isn't really a difference. It's all in the name. And a lot of shelters and humane societies are changing their name because people assume that because they're a humane society, that they're no kill because of the oh. word humane. Oh. And shelters can be an, just called animal shelter. It could be called a county animal shelter. It could be Bob Joe's rescue shelter. So, the name doesn't really differentiate between the two. So there really isn't a difference other than how they're getting their money. Okay. They're, you know, they're getting, uh, if they're from a county shelter, they're run by the county. So they are under a county budget. Okay. And that budget includes feeding the animals, you know, having the electricity on in the building, um, the, medical expenses, neutering, spaying, whatever it is that they have to do for those to be adopted. Okay. I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade or interrupt you on this, but I now I have a question. I always thought humane societies got their funding from the public. That's not true. Shelters get their funding from a public or I mean from the government. I'm sorry. I okay. thought humane societies, cause they were a humane society, got their money from the government. No shelters get their money from the government. There's actually so much that goes into it. Um, first, let me say that those who donate to ASBCA or HSUS, which is a Humane Society of the United States. Okay. Those organizations that are asking for donations on TV, when you see the uh, Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. McLaughlin, that's the name, <laughs> yes, sorry, the Sarah McLaughlin commercials and all that, and people are, you know, sad when they see those commercials mm -hmm. and right away get out their checkbook. But that money isn't really going to humane societies or animal shelters. So where's it going? It, it actually is split up to do research. Oh, And then that research the information then gets trickled down to all the shelters. They also do training seminars and police animal training, you know, like dog training for canines and stuff like that. That's where all that money is going to. So if you want to help people in your area, it's best to donate directly yes, to. Absolutely. So, and if a humane society, okay, wait a minute. So if a humane society runs on public donations, mm -hmm. which is what Brianne told me this morning, yep. um, was they have to get money from, from local donors to save all of these animals. Yes. How, what if they don't get enough money? I mean, we've always donated to shelters because I thought they needed public funding, but it sounds like humane societies need our money more than shelters do. The humane societies are 100% public, uh, funded. public funded. Yes. Wow. 
So that's why they ask, you know, they actually have most of them have a wish list, including the Michiana pets that we're going to discuss okay. in just a few minutes. But they most of them have a wish list on their website where you can go on and see that they need blankets or pillows or toys, dog foods, paper towels, cleaning products, all that stuff is donated from the public so, in addition to money. So if the shelters are getting their money from the government, why does it seem like shelters are always the ones doing drives, fundraisers? That would that would depend on what type it Do is. Do they not because get like enough said, money? It, the names don't really matter. Because oh. it, unless it's a Jasper County animal shelter, that is from the county. That is a government type of... I know the government isn't the right word I want to say, but county run. Okay, so, so they're on the county budget. I wish I could get my buddy Jason on here. Maybe he knows. Lakeshore pause. We did a big drive with, uh, was it Dr. Karaoke? Yeah. When we were still. It was, it was Indiana Idol, actually. Indiana Idol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did a big drive with Indiana Idol and we mm -hmm. donated a bunch of stuff to Lakeshore pause. Right. That what would is, be that, a. Would they get their funding from the county then? Nope, because it's not a, that isn't like a Porter County animal shelter. So how do that these places stay, stay open? By people donating. And they struggle. You wouldn't believe the uh, staff and stuff that is required for a humane society. That's what society. I'm thinking. How do they, uh... That's where I was going to go next is the humane societies are much bigger than your county animal shelters. Because they are doing the adoptions. The shelters that are run by the county are the dog catcher. And so they're getting your neighbor's dog that got loose. And that's that dog is sitting there waiting to be reunited with its parents, not being adopted out. So therefore, when a county shelter gets a dog that isn't microchipped and it's been sitting there for a week and no one has claimed it, then that dog would then go to a humane society or something like that. They send them even oh. Michiana and um, the other one that I spoke with in uh, Hobart, that one, they work with the animal shelters and they take in the dogs that aren't being adopted out because they've been sitting there for a week and no one has claimed that dog. So hmm. therefore it goes somewhere else to be adopted out. But the, um, the shelter, like the one that is near us, the Jasper County animal shelter, they only home house, I should say nine dogs. It's very small. What do you mean? They only it, have space for yeah, nine. Yeah. So when I called, I actually called and asked him if they could do a, a dog of the week for us. And he said, you know, how does, you know, what all does it involve? I explained the process to him. And I said, you know, we'd like to come and videotape us playing with a dog or you playing with a dog or whatever. And and he said, well, you'd have to call us and see if we have any dogs available. And I said, you mean you don't have any dogs there? And he said, we do. He said, but we only have nine dogs and they're not adopting dogs. He said, these are dogs that we just got in and they're lost or they're microchipped and we're waiting for the owner to come and get it. Oh. And I said, how often do you get dogs that are adoptable? And he said, it's, it's rare. He said, we, we do get them. He said, but if it sits here for longer than like a week in order to be no kill, then they send that dog to someone else. Oh. Then they don't have to put the dog down. They send it out to a humane society or somebody who like a, like short paws or whatever, Holy who's going to adopt God. it out. So if, if you're, if somebody is going to get a pet, 
it is better for them to go to the humane society yes. than the shelter. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They have more chances of finding the dog, especially a dog that they're interested in. We did, um, Rich and I were interested in getting a bulldog years ago before yeah, we got our pug and we looked on all kinds of websites and most of the shelters and humane societies and stuff like that, they wanted over 500, $600 for a bulldog. And most times those dogs were either wearing diapers because somebody beat it or, yeah. you know, they were in lifelong medical conditions that we couldn't afford to take yeah. on. And so those humane societies are caring for those dogs. And then when they're adopting them out, the price is very based on how they're going to get their money back from having oh. to house that dog. So, cause when I went to Michiana pets, I thought that their adoption fee was only $150. That varies. I have that information oh, as well. Okay. Um, Michiana pets actually ranges from 150 to $250. Well, that's still not bad, right. but that money but, goes to help support what they're doing. That's how they get donations. Is right. Okay. That's not bad. But it also, then. that also um, pays for them to be neutered. If that's what they had to have done. Okay. The neutering, they're all microchipped. Um, they all have their vaccines up to date. So there's that kind of stuff that has to be paid for out of your adoption fee. Okay. That's why and the vets don't the always donate so their time. I mean, well, that also is do. another thing. Um, county shelters, the, veterinary bills are done with an outside vet. Yep. Okay. Because okay. they don't have a vet on staff, but yet the humane societies, most of them, which one that I talked to is uh, humane Indiana out of Munster. Okay. They have 25 people on staff, including a full medical team. Wow. So their prices range based on the age of the dog, the weight of the dog, well species, if it's a cat or a dog, of course is going to vary as well. And, um, so they have to charge to try to reimburse what they've spent out. Okay. So that's kind of why your prices are so high when you're adopting a dog that has an injury or is on medication, they've been putting out all that money and gotcha. so they have to recoup their fees. Okay. Wow. But the humane societies, um, like this one out of, uh, Munster, humane Indiana, they can house up to 50 dogs at one time. Okay. So there's a huge difference in the size and the amount of staff. And that's why the humane society in that has to have all these donations in order to operate. So there's must be some rich people in the neighborhood that are hopefully I mean, so, who's, yeah. Because I know our friend Tom Lounges is a supporter of I think it's the Lake County Humane Society. He does a big was it pet rock? I can't remember what he does I, a big thing every year called, yes. for the, to raise a bunch of money for, for the animals. And he's got, you know, connections with all these big time musicians like Alice Cooper and, and Charlie Daniels when he was still around. And I don't know if his camp still does anything, but they would donate autographed photos and guitars to and raffle off to all the stuff that and they would raffle it off. Huh. So the next time Tom does one of those, we'll have to let everybody mm -hmm. know so they can go to one. Yeah. Of I didn't know. I always thought I never thought about a humane society because I always thought, ah, the people that they got government money, they don't need us. Yeah. That's why I always went to shelters. Right. And it should have been, I should have been the other way around. Yeah. Wow. But it, you know, you of course want to look around when you're going to an adopt, to adopt an animal, find out, you know, how they get their funding, where these animals are coming from. And you I know, never thought to even ask these way, questions as I was getting an animal. I thought I knew. I you didn't. know what? One thing that I have to tell you about, I know I don't want to like 
run through our whole show of just talk. But um, something that I found very interesting is the adoption processes, how they vary from place to place. Okay. And it's not between shelter and humane society. It's individual places. Okay. So okay. What, what, how, explain. So, well, most places don't do same day adoption. Okay. okay. Very few do that. But most places do uh, background checks and, you know, they have the application that you have to fill out, of course, where you have to give references. And I remember years ago, my mom and I went to the shelter, to Lake County Shelter, and we were going to get an animal. And I think we were turned down because we weren't home enough to take care of the animal. Really? Yeah. So check this out. The um, Munster Humane Society. When I talked to them, it was the Humane Indiana. When I spoke with her, she said, one of the things that we did, we had a meeting, a staff meeting. So they had all their staff there of 20-some people. And they said, okay, raise your hand if you have other animals at home. Half the people raised their hand. And she said, okay, raise your hand or keep your hand up if you have a cat. And a couple of them kept their hand up still. And she said, okay, now keep your hand up if you have kids. And a couple of people put their hand down, few remained. And they said, so the people that are left, there was like five people left with their hand up. And they said, now keep your hand up if you have a job that you work at for eight hours a day. Everybody in the room was working there. So they all put their <laughs> hand down. And she said, so we wouldn't be able to adopt to any of you. <sighs> So think of, oh. you know, if a shelter or a humane society or whoever it is, is telling people they can't have an animal because they have pets or because they have kids or because they work too much, none of those animals would get adopted out. Yeah. I mean, it should be up to the person adopting the animal. They know their limitations, right? Right. right. But there are restrictions based on wow. the place as to how you can adopt your animal. So did they change so their policy? They did. Okay. So they, most places, like I said, don't do one, you know, same day, but you often have to bring your other animals in to visit with that dog, really? which I think is fantastic because if I had, I mean, it would be a pain in the butt for me to bring all five of our dogs <laughs> in at one time. <laughs> but if that's the I, test. If you yes. got too many to bring in, you don't need another one. <laughs> but if, you know, if we had to bring in each one of our dogs individually and say Tutu was at the gate and yeah. trying to fight with that dog, then we wouldn't want to bring that dog home. That's, so that yeah. is an amazing process there as far as that goes. Yeah. Bringing in your dogs and your cats and your kids and letting everyone in the house meet that dog and make sure they get along before you take them home. I thought that was that the best really cool. one I found. What one does that? That is the uh, Humane Society, the um, Humane Indiana out Monster? of Munster. Yeah. Okay. And they also, at that one, they have a wildlife center. What do you mean? Yeah. They have, so it, let's say we're driving down the road and a pigeon gets hip, hits a tree or whatever and falls and it's got a broken arm. Everybody, you'll always see on Facebook and stuff, yeah. hey, I found this injured squirrel or a rabbit or something. What do or I do with it? Deer or yeah. bunny or. So yeah. you can go to the Humane Society, Humane Indiana, and take it there and they will care for it. And then either they release it back to the wild if it's possible or they would adopt it out to somebody. Now, wait a minute. They'll take in pets that you find. I thought that's what shelters were for. 
but shelters do that. But shelters have to only have so much room and they don't take every kind of animal. This is actually wildlife. Wow. So they humane care society. For wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And not all humane societies do that. But this one, Humane Indiana out of Munster, does have a wildlife center as well. Okay. Yeah. So is that I thought was really to, If you find an animal, will they just take it or do you got to? No, they'll just take it. They're okay. not going to charge you to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, basically out of all that information that I just gave you, the main thing is basically the name. And it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of like a, uh, like a bracket, I guess. That is, it's kind of a blanket is more the word I want to say that that's just animal care in general. Okay. And you have to make your, do your research and find the best one. To, so we to could that. start the best dog shelter. We sure could. And we wouldn't get funding from the government though, just because right. we're nope. not a county shelter. Right. Exactly. So basically yep. a county shelter is the only one that gets funding from the government. Absolutely. I'll be done. Yep. Yeah. So, and like I said, the ASPCA and the HSUS, they don't, um, that money that you donate doesn't go straight to a shelter or something that that's used in training and research and all kinds of stuff like that as well. So, like I said, it's better to donate local than it is to yeah. donate on TV. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah, and it's getting winter time. Maybe we should do another pet drive. Yeah. Maybe another food drive or something. As wow. far as your uh, no kill thing, though. Yeah. They they actually had a, a meeting that was like a big veterinary animal care type meeting, and it was called the Osilomar meeting. Okay. And that is where they came up with the idea of no kill. And they set in standards as whether or not an animal is healthy. It has to be over eight weeks old and it has to have um, no behavior issues, no sign of disease, that kind of thing as to whether or not the animal is worth being saved. That was the other thing that she mentioned was if it couldn't go to a rescue, if it was, was, you know, if its health was okay, but maybe this dog, I don't want to say food aggression is the one cause she didn't tell me exactly, but Maybe this dog has aggression toward other animals or mm -hmm. toward children or whatever. Um, they would work with the dog yep. and send it to training. And if the dog just couldn't be fixed, that dog might get put down right. because it wasn't adoptable. Yes. What do you do with a dog that's not adoptable? It, you and you can't fix it. Right. You know, if it's going to bite everybody it comes in contact mm -hmm. with or whatever, that that's why it might fall into that 2%. Exactly. But still 2%. If you're telling me they've got how many dogs? 50? Um, 50, yeah. Every day that you know that number's changing every mm -hmm. day. How many dogs go through a humane society in the course of a year? Right. Hundreds. Yeah. And they're only the 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 no kill is only 2%. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Alex, yeah. is that just our screen that's fuzzy, or do you see that too? I just looked up, noticed we got oh, red. Uh, Facebook stream looks fine. Okay. I was say you're okay. I just looked up and there. saw there was red fuzzies all over our screen. I was like, <laughs> "What is that?" All right. Well, we're getting close to the half hour mark, so we're just going to do a quick dog on liar. Sounds good. And that'll be it for this week. Okay. All right. Let me give you guys the video real quick before our introduction. You, Josh, go. Uh, my dog ate it. I know you don't have a dog. I can't lie! That's not true. That's a lie. No. You are a liar! No, I'm not! He would like to confuse us. Stretching the truth! You've been lying. I lied about that, too. Did you just call me a liar? You must be quite a liar. It's a gift.
Okay, so on this segment, Dog on Liar, I have three statements for Rich and Amy, two of which are true and one of them that is a lie. I'm going to give them these statements, and they need to guess which one is the lie. To give us the score Hmm. recap, last week, Amy pulled ahead with five points. I am at four points, Hmm. and Rich is at three points. No, I got it right with her. Me and you were tied at four. You guys did both. She's got five. It's a very, very close. tied at four points, and Amy is ahead with five points. Are you guys ready? Yep. So now just, I never thought about it. People don't understand. Do it. People understand how we do that. We get a point if we get it right. Yeah. We don't get a point if we get it wrong, mm-hmm. but the only way that you get a point is, is if, if neither one both. of us get it right. I right. need to fool them both in order. So you have fooled us both five times, four times, four times. Yes. Okay. Let's try to make it. Fun. I just realized we've never told people how we decided to score that. All right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So for our first statement, a greyhound can run faster than a leopard. I don't think that's true. I think a cheetah is the fastest land animal, and that's like 70 mile an hour, right? Yeah. A leopard. <laughs> you said a leopard, right? A leopard, yes. How fast can a greyhound run at a track? How fast can them dogs run? Faster than me? <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> I mean, our dogs run faster than me, even big old Dexie. <laughs> hmm. Okay, statement number two. I got to think about right. that one. Statement number two is that wild hyenas are considered wild dogs, despite the fact that they have a closer common ancestor with cats. Hmm. I thought they were dogs. I didn't know they were considered cats at all, so I might have to say that's true. I have no clue on that one. There's no, there's no discussion for me. What are you thinking? I think that a hyena is a dog. That's what I thought too. And that's what he's saying. A wild yeah. hyena is okay, considered a so dog. So what is our third one? Yeah, what's our the third, third one? Our third one is that kangaroos hop to travel because their feet are too long to walk or run at high speeds. Wait a minute. Do men with big feet trip over their feet? <laughs> oh no, the basketball players wear size 22 and they oh seem to run God, just fine. Yeah. You didn't know that? That's huge. Oh, average <laughs> basketball shoe is like 18 to 22, I think. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, okay, so is a basketball player's feet? I'm but no, but wait a minute. I'm just flat I've... thinking about a kangaroo. Yeah, I'm thinking about a basketball player compared to a kangaroo. No, 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 no. no, no. Stop. <laughs> You're not no, no. I'm talking about a kangaroo. Do they only hop? I think Do so. Do they not run? I don't think they run. Because even when they're... I don't like that he keeps these dang animals from Australia. <laughs> we don't live there. Yeah, all the crazy ones. Uh, this uh, is you know, hard. Do we have anybody watching? Because yeah, do we have anybody want to I've help got us? people all over the I country forgot about on our my viewers. Facebook. Yeah, we do, but nobody is pitching oh in there. Oh, my gosh. Room. All right, Where's so all we do have people Australian watching. People Tell them to help us. What do they think the answer is? Because <laughs> I honestly don't know. I All three of these sound. Wow. Um, he did a really good yeah, job. He's I, tired I, of losing. I, as soon as I was done with these ones, I was like, this, is, this could be a winner. <laughs> all right, read them all three for us again while we're waiting for people to put up their comments. Okay. First statement is that a greyhound can run faster than a leopard. Dang, I don't know. Okay, second one. 
Second one is that hyenas are considered wild dogs despite having a co closer common ancestor with most cats. The only time I've ever seen one is on The Lion King, so I don't know. I've seen them on like the Discovery <laughs> Channel. Did, and I the... did grab a picture for you guys because I wasn't. Oh, sure. good. Let's see. Okay, let's I see wasn't the picture. sure if I should pull it up after or beforehand, but yeah, I didn't want you guys to be like, "What even does a hyena really look like?" I thought. I, I think I know what a hyena. I, looks I think like. it pretty has pretty the pointy stuff. ears like a cat and stuff. So, so do you guys want to see it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see it because we have no idea on any. So that oh. is a hyena. Oh, he's God, does it look does look so much like both. It really is look like a weird mix of the two. Yeah. God, I hate to say this, but that's kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah, they kind of are. Okay. Okay. So I still think that's true, though. I thought that was true the first time. I still I, I think, think it's true. Yeah. It's one or three, though. That's where I'm going. It's you got to be one hmm. of those two. Okay. So statement three. The third statement is that kangaroos hop to travel because their feet are too long to Got walk a picture of a kangaroo? at high speeds. I can pull one up if you want me to. All right, get us a video of a kangaroo running. <laughs> I was going to say bring up a picture of a kangaroo and then put a ruler underneath its feet. <laughs> All right, so statement three was what again? Kangaroos hop to travel because their feet are too long to walk or run at high speeds. So basically, he's saying a kangaroo can't run or walk. Uh, he's he didn't necessarily say that. He said that they hop. Oh, because they can't travel, run or walk at high but speed. But does that mean that it's for a distance? Can they walk two steps? I bet they could walk small amounts. Yeah, they'd have to be able to. There's no way they'd be able to hop everywhere. I have to say that number one is a lie. Think so? I think so. And that was the one saying that a greyhound, greyhound can, can run, run faster, faster than, than a leopard. A leopard. Mm -hmm. What if leopards are like the slowest jungle cats out there? I don't know. Because the cheetah is the fast one. I honestly think a leopard could catch and eat a greyhound. Ernie's got his input. Yeah, I hear him. I don't know if he's even being picked up. He's saying greyhound. <laughs> Just in case there's been a dog barking throughout the entire episode and you didn't yeah. hear it, we've been hearing it because he wanted to come in the studio. We wouldn't let him because when we let Ernie in, he's so big, he knocks over the cameras and everything. So, all right. So we got to wrap this up. Uh, yeah, I'm going with good. number one. We've been lie. talking about this for eight minutes now. You're going number one. Yeah. Number three was number three was that kangaroos hop to travel because their feet are too long to walk or run at high speeds. What if number three is the one and it's not that the feet are too long, it's that they don't have proper ankles. Cause think about it when we run or walk, wouldn't the ankle be the most important part of that? But your the, feet are your balance. Yeah. But they also have the right flexibility when, right? Yeah. But they kick. So they would have ankle movement. Dang it. All right. You're going with one. Mm -hmm. If I go with three, one of us is going to get a point, but I'm going to fall way behind you if I miss one this. of us is going to get a point. It'll be me. Uh, okay. Then I'm going one. <laughs> I like them apples. And then I'll still getting... be one ahead of you. You won't be two. <laughs> All right. Um, My answer is one. Alex. I'm going to. <laughs> I don't like the kangaroo one, though. I'm going to go with one as well. Final answer. All right. Okay. Both of you final answer? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I get another point. Damn oh, my gosh. It. it wasn't the kangaroo. <gasps> what? The hyena? 
The hyenas are actually okay, so they do have a closer common ancestor to cats. They uh-huh. have they have a shared ancestor with cats and not many with dogs at all. That's as recent as the ones with cats in their bloodline. But hyenas are so unique, they don't call them cats or dogs. Oh, so they're not the con- classification they're not considered a wild cat or a wild dog. So they're not similar to a wolf or a leopard or a lion or anything. Wow. They have their own family tree. I don't know how to pronounce it because it's like a Latin word for scientific classification. But yeah, a hyena is its own thing. Hmm. So a greyhound is faster than than a leopard. Yes, which I, I was very surprised about actually. A greyhound's fastest speed is like forty five miles per hour. Yeah. You guys, I'm sorry, uh, did you say forty five? Forty five. Yes. Wow. I thought it was you around guys, fifty. Do you guys want to guess the leopard speed? I'm thinking a leopard's only like thirty mile an hour. Thirty six miles per hour. Oh my gosh. The leopard is not that fast. And also, just as a bonus, the cheetah's fastest or slowest speed. Is fifty miles per hour. What's its fastest? The highest is eighty miles per hour. Wow! Which oh I was talking about. That. Imagine driving at eighty miles per hour and yeah. the cheetah is right alongside you. Oh my crazy. gosh! And That's crazy. The kangaroos they do hop to travel because their feet are too long to walk or run. Another thing with their ancestors, they used to have an ancestor of the kangaroo looks a lot like a kangaroo, but the feet aren't as long, so it walked. It didn't jump. Huh. Is that the Darby or whatever it's called? I forgot the name of it. It was a weird science name because it was oh, like an old extinct okay. animal, but yeah. Hmm. So there you go. Now I'm at five points. I'm tied with Amy. Wow. We're left in the dust with four. I'm dust. I'm only one behind. <laughs> hey, every every point counts. Dang. Well, it Liar. is time for me to feed those puppies dinner. Yeah, that so might be why he's barking. Let's wrap up today's episode. And uh, hopefully next week we will have Brienne on yep, that's with our new dog of the week so that you can find your new best friend at michianapets.org. All right. We'll see you next week.